0: back to sincerely your mental health i was gonna casually try and just like be like hey guys like welcome back but i'm actually really fucking excited to be here talking to you guys um i feel emotional just saying that it's been a while i haven't recorded since april how many months was that april may june july august september wow five months almost six months and i always feel bad because every time i come back i'm like okay a plethora of things have happened in my life and I feel like there were so many other moments for me to record, but if that was the case, then I would have, um, I always say this. I feel like I say it in every episode. I'm not the kind of person who I'm going to say like, yeah, I'm dropping every Wednesday and blah, 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 And I always say that I do want to be able to get to that point. Um, but right now I'm just not there. And so I really love the effect of which my podcasts have when I, I drop them when I feel called to, um, I've just been going through a lot in the last six months And I've just been ready to sit down and talk about it. I'm not going to lie. I just woke up like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) So good morning. I just woke up like 20 minutes ago and I wasn't going to come down and record. But then I felt like it was incredibly necessary for me to. Like I really, 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 really wanted to. Um, Oh, embarrassing. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm recording in my mom's car right now because I really, I got this new microphone. Um shout out to one of my my girlfriends she sent me this microphone and i really wanted like a compact setting where i knew there would be no noise around so i'm sitting in my mom's car and um people are walking by me how embarrassing um but anyways welcome back to sincerely your mental health i'm so excited to be recording i know i already said that but i'm i genuinely mean it from the bottom of my heart um and i'm just ready to talk about a lot of things that i've been going through experiencing um and just a major life update with the last six months. I listened to my last episode that I had recorded last night. I shared it on my story and I feel like I should do that a lot more because every time I do, people are like, you have a podcast? And I'm like, you didn't fucking know. I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm like, yeah, how embarrassing. I know I keep saying that, but I'm like, it really is, because why do I not talk about myself more, that's so crazy to me, like, I will talk about anybody else, all my friends, and brag about them, but then when it comes to me, I'm like, yeah, let me share my podcast once a month, and I have to cut that shit out, um, but I shared it last night, a lot of you listened to it that had no idea, I had a podcast, um, that just didn't hear the episode, and so I decided to listen to it back, which I don't, I just dropped my phone, which I don't normally do, But I felt very called to listen to that episode, um, and I honestly had forgot what I talked about, so when I listened to it, it was very necessary, I honestly started crying, I, like, it was crazy that a version of myself from April was able to speak life into a version of myself now, and the things that I said on that podcast in April, I needed to hear right now, um, yeah, so that was really crazy. One of the main things that I talked about on that podcast was my relationship with my dad uh, that's kind of no longer, and a little update on that, he did hear the episode, my dad had never listened to my podcast before that episode became a thing, I still actually don't even know who told him to listen to it, I have a pretty good idea, but I'm not gonna assume, um, and he did listen to it, he didn't fucking like it, (laughs) he just, He didn't like it. And um, that's kind of all I have to say about that. I didn't do it for the satisfaction of anyone. I did it for myself. And so I had to stand firm in that. And even though it made me a little bit emotional to get the reaction that I did, um, listening back to it, I'm just still proud of myself for even talking about it. Um, So yeah, that's that. How the heck are (laughs) y'all? I still wish I could do that. I really do. I wish that you guys could talk back to me because sometimes I'm like... (laughs) what the fuck am I supposed to talk about? Um, Oh, big life update. I moved to Dallas. (laughs) I moved to Dallas. I moved out of San Antonio and that's definitely something that I wanted to talk about because I was in San Antonio for the last four years. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, I lived in San Antonio for four years. I moved from Connecticut and it completely changed my life. Before I start talking about why I moved to Dallas, I don't want to discredit San Antonio at all. It genuinely changed my life. The people that I met changed my life. The experiences that I had changed my life. And it was to to say that I was there for four years almost sounds insane. Um, it's just a really long time. I've actually realized I'm like, I'm probably going to be in Texas longer than I was in Connecticut, which was 21 years, which seems like it's have only been there for four years. But moving at 21 was a really young age. So when I think about it, when I say I've been here for four years, it flew the fuck by. Um, So I can only imagine how the rest of my years are going to go. And I don't know if I'm going to, you know, leave Texas or whatever, but I'm definitely not going back to Connecticut. So just knowing that I left my hometown and I'm going to be out of there longer than I was there, it's really crazy. So thinking about four years in one place that I never imagined I would be is really crazy. Um, But honestly, I very much grew, outgrew San Antonio reflecting back now it was very necessary for me to be there and there was a lot of things that happened in my life it was necessary for me to be there but I was really just tired of the environment I was in I was really tired of the person that I was while I was there, like I said, I really outgrew it and I didn't feel like I belong there anymore. I always say this, happiness is not a place. So even though I was very dissatisfied with where I was, it wasn't that I was running from somewhere. I just felt way too confined for the space that I was in and it was time for something new. So I moved to Dallas, um, which I just have to say all glory to God because it's a am living in something that I've prayed for right now. Um, I, I was driving in the car the other day with my mom and I, I was talking to one of my friends and I would laugh because I'll be sitting on the couch with my mom or I'll be like driving or something and I'll just be looking at her. And I'm like, I literally prayed for you to be here. I prayed for you to be living here. I prayed for us to like be together and for her to be close. And so sometimes I'm in amazement and awe of how much God has moved in my life for her to be living here now and for me to be so close to family because i thought it was just going to be me in texas for so long so it's i live here my mom just moved here four months ago my oldest brother is here and then my sister is here which is my brother's wife so my sister-in-law i just call her my sister um and i have to thank god in this moment for that because i genuinely prayed for my family to be close to me and i was driving constantly almost i was uh, there was a certain point where i was coming to dallas like every other weekend just visiting and every time i would leave especially when my mom had came here and I was just visiting, I was in tears, sobbing. Like I never wanted to leave. There were some days where I would, I would call off at of work the next day and be like, no, I'm just gonna stay a day longer because I never wanted to leave my family. Me and my mom would cry. Like even when my mom would just come down here for Christmas when it was like she was just coming for vacation and it was time for me to go back home, I would be sobbing in tears. And I just prayed really, really hard to be here. There was one trip where I was driving home and I was sobbing, sobbing. And I was praying out loud to God. And I was like, God, please just by the end of the summer, I want, I'm about to start crying because it's, he's so crazy. I was just, I just remember sobbing and praying, God, please, by the end of the summer, I need to, I want to live in Dallas. Like, please, whatever you have to do in my life in order for me to be here, I just, I just need to go. And I moved August 3rd, which to me was like the end of summer. Um, and looking back on it now, it's crazy to think about. And I know that I keep saying that, but it really is crazy to think about when you're living in a prayer that you prayed so hard for, because there were so many moments where I could have did what I did. The second my mom moved to Texas, I could have did what I did. I, there was, I remember a moment I was sitting outside and my like my mom is ho- holding me because I'm crying and I didn't want to leave. And she's like, I don't like that you're depressed. I don't like that you're in a situation you're not happy with. And you know, you know I fully support you. You can leave your job. You can come here. And I just remember that it was hard for me to make that decision because the job that I was working in felt like something I really prayed for I was doing social media management for the roofing company I was working for and I just remember they provided me with everything my laptop my iPad everything that allowed me as a creative to feel whole because I couldn't afford to have those things on my own um they were providing all of that so I knew that if I left that position one I felt like I was leaving something that God gave to me and two I felt like um I was just gonna lose everything. And within a few months my mindset completely shifted. There was just one day where I said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to hand all my shit in. I'm not happy." I was at this job for like 8 months. I just remember like 3 months prior to leaving I had asked for a raise. Um I just felt like I what I had to offer was not being compensated well for. I wasn't being valued and I just remember having a therapy session where my therapist told me like, hey, you need to stand up for yourself. Um, if these are the things that you feel and you truly, truly believe them, this is an opportunity for you to stand up for yourself. You may have prayed for this, but God might be asking you to move right now and not moving like literally like get a pack your bags, but moving as in doing something that feels uncomfortable to better yourself. Um, so I just remember having a meeting with them and asking for that raise and never hearing anything back about it. Like, I just felt like at that point I was being asked to prove myself more than I had already done. And at a certain point I got incredibly tired of it and it wasn't, it just wasn't for me. And God had continued to put it on my heart that it was time to leave. And so I did. I moved on August 3rd. I packed up all my shit. Shout out to Jemaya. And, um, we just drove down here with London. My friends came up that first weekend to kind of just like, be here with me which I'm so grateful for shout out to my girl Gianna um whoa Gianna that is so embarrassing Giovanna I don't I don't know why I said that so confidently um but yeah it was it was really rough for me to leave especially at the end because one I felt like I was leaving a lot of past versions of myself two I was leaving Blaze and three I had made so many friends within the last six months in San Antonio that I never imagined was possible for me to make, which this is one big thing I wanted to talk about. Um, First of all, before I get into this, I just have to say ginormous shout out to Ale, Jalissa, and Giovanna because I had such a wound around female friendships, especially right before I was leaving, and these girls really changed my life, like If anything's going to make me cry, it's really this because one, I miss them so much. And two, I just never thought that I would be able to be surrounded by so many women that I just love so dearly, that empowered me, that made me feel one, beautiful, but just so incredibly valued. I had such a wound around female friendships. I had one friend my whole entire life um for 11 plus years and this is not something I want to talk about entirely but if you've known me you kind of i'm sure have probably picked up on the fact that I am not I am no longer um you know friends with this person and that for me was more painful than an intimate relationship not being friends with this person anymore was very it's it's still something that I'm grieving grieving someone who's alive and someone you thought was going to be a part of your life forever and who knew you like front to back uh and it was crazy because I just remember going through a period of time where I completely isolated myself and I wasn't talking to anyone. And I felt like, not that I didn't have friends, it just wasn't the same kind of relationship. And I just would pray to God that he would bless me with relationships built on him, that he would bless me with new friendships, that he would bring people into my life of of God. Um, and he did exactly that. Like, I, I shit you fucking not. When I sit here now, and this is like... Outside of Texas, I just have to say, Jazaniah, Danny, Ale, Jalissa, Giovanna, like, D, these women have changed my fucking life, and sorry for my language, but when I say, and I have to thank God right now, like, thank you, Lord, these are relationships that I prayed for. These women have allowed me to feel so empowered, and they have reminded me that everything that I talk to God about, he's going to bring to fruition, um... And I just love them. I love them so much. They, I always used to say, I used to struggle. I, I definitely probably have podcasts in the past that you can go back and listen to where I talk about like, yeah, like I don't really have few more friends like that. Blah, blah, blah. And that to me was a flaw because I wasn't opening myself up to those relationships because I had wounds around them. And I just felt like, okay, I have this one friend and this is all that I need and that's it. This was a relationship that I used to pray to God not to take from me. This is a person that I genuinely loved with all my fucking heart and I would have done anything for her. So like when I continually would pray to God not to take something, I realized that, that those are exactly the people that he would take. And at a certain point, I had to realize that he wasn't punishing me. He's protecting me. But at the same time, he was showing me that the people that I beg to stay and that I think that I need, I, I don't need. And I learned a lot about myself losing that relationship and just being surrounded by so many women now. I'm just very, very grateful. Um, very special shout out to Jalissa. This might make me cry and I'm really trying not to, but um, Jalissa, if you're listening to this and I know that you are, I love you so dearly. Um, she is someone who has allowed me to be a softer version of myself. She's a female friend that I've made that has been... Something I've never, ever had before. I I remember when I first met Jalissa, I told her, I'm like, you make me uncomfortable because (laughs) I feel like I don't know how to be a good female friend. I'm not that affectionate. I'm not that, like, expressive in certain aspects. And the way that Jalissa had loved me into loving myself, but also loved me into being a better friend, I'm so indebted to her for. And I can pick up my phone and I can call her whenever. I can be feeling whenever and just her reassurance and the things that she says is absolutely everything to me and how much she reminds me um how amazing i am and how comfortable she's made allowed me to like be able to express those things to her has been really life-changing and i just love you so freaking much i know she's listening to this i love you so much and i appreciate you so much ale same goes for you. It's crazy because Ale is actually from San Antonio. She lived in California and we had met a few times, but we became inc- like spent every fucking day together um right before that I had moved and I just miss her so much. But it's just crazy like I I know that f- from uh, your guys' perspective you're like okay, hey Savannah, like what the fuck, but for me, I've always had a lot of guy friends in my life in my whole life and you know, I love I love them and I always will and I have a lot of guy friends in San Antonio but it's different it's a different perspective being like having the amount of female friends that I do right now near and far especially the ones built on God another Danny, I know that she's going to be listening to this and Jazz these are women of God who are just constantly from afar from thousands of miles away just always checking in on me, always communicating with me, always like I can talk openly about God, cry together, laugh together, all those things. And it's just a beautiful thing. And I have to bring praise to it and grace to it because I prayed for this. Um, And it's amazing because it's just replaced so many friendships in my life that I thought would last forever. And um, yeah, so I just had to talk about my girls. I had to have a little segment because I love them real bad. And I love you guys so much. And I cannot wait to see you and hug you and love on you. And yeah. Um, But that also brings me to another point i mean i I love my guy friends (laughs) shout out to the shout out to the boys um especially like jamiah uh, the moment that i like he helped me move here and he's always texting me about coming down and visiting and and just the people that have always shown me constant effort like i really love my guys i really do and these are my friends that have always like solid down been platonic that's another thing that i wanted to mention that i've realized i went through a phase of like i no longer am friends with people that i've been with intimately and i feel like it's important to say that because that's a really big lesson that i had in my life in a phase that i had in my life feeling like i can continually be friends with people that i had feelings for and just trying to maintain friendships because that's another people pleasing aspect of me just trying to keep people around but i have i entered a season in my life like months ago that i'm like yeah man i'm not fucking i'm not down with that what did drake say oh my like, let's just be friends friends i don't have anymore like yeah i'm not doing that so the amount of relationships that he's brought into my life like female wise and then the guys in my life who are like ride or die solid like like been brothers from the get Jemiah, Morrow, sharif you thought i wasn't gonna mention you, boy <laughs> like i'm i'm very i'm just so incredibly grateful for that um And that was just a point that I had to make because that was a lesson like I was really thinking about today Like if you see me with anybody that's a brother for real And i'm always just confident in that i'm always confident in my in my guy friendships and that's a lesson that I really had to learn so like I'm, just so grateful like this whole everything i'm talking about is like me just being so incredibly grateful for relationships in my life That has been a big theme. Um, I was talking to jazz about this the other day It's a big been a big theme in both of our lives just relationships platonic and intimate And what we've learned about ourselves and what we've learned about the people around us. And the moment that I moved to Dallas, even though I was kind of forced into a season of solitude where I don't have my friends around me, I've never felt more loved. I've never felt more reassured in the people that I surround myself with. And I'm just so incredibly grateful. I'm definitely still grieving people that are alive. I'm grieving friendships. I'm grieving people that I thought like I would have been with or I would have a relationship with or I'd still be friends with. But that's just a part of life. And, you know, I just want to say to anyone who's grieving people that are still alive that you thought would be a part of your life forever. You know, if you believe in God, listen, I always like I this is my my faith and I have to talk about it. So everything to me is not a coincidence. It's it's God. So I have to put it this way. It's protection. Like it is genuinely for your greater good, and anything that he takes from you, he's always going to replace with something more amazing, something more abundant, something more just more than you could ever possibly imagine. Um, and I know that it's hard, and I'm just pray- in this moment, I'm praying over your heart, I'm praying over your mind. I pray that he continues to reassure you that nothing that is gone was lost, and nothing that he's taken from you is punishment. It's just been redirection, and you're gonna get through it, and he's gonna replace anything that he's taken from you with like I said something more amazing than you can ever possibly imagine this is no and that's no like that's not even me being distasteful to anyone who's in my life before because I'm so anything that I went through with anybody and any experience person place thing was for a reason and I'm so grateful for it I would never change it um I there's people that are not in my life anymore that I still pray about them to this day and I say that humbly and I say that with so much truth because I still i still pray about her i still pray about people that i don't talk to anymore and i used to feel like should i be doing this should i still be talking about these people like i really had moments like that but also it's free it it really is and i don't have a problem with anyone there's never been a situation where it's like i'm not friends with someone anymore because of anything so huge and whatever and if there's anything that's hurt my heart or that i had to heal through it's like i've already given it so much forgiveness because and that's for me that's not even ever for the other person it's it's always for me so if you're going through something similar if you've lost a friend if you've lost a family member whatever the case may be a boyfriend whatever i'm just praying over your peace of mind and i'm praying that god continues to reassure you that it was for your greater good it's always for your greater good um so yeah i just kind of went in for a minute hold on don't play with it i know i'm gonna listen to this back and be like so i shut the fuck up um but yeah, so now that I've moved to Dallas, I don't have any friends here per. Um, I have my mom, I have my brother, my sister, but really all like right now, truthfully, that's really all I need. Um, I just entered a season where I'm going to work. I'm able to focus on my content more. Um, shout out to my mom. She just bought a house. Bit what don't play don't play with her for real. Like, don't play with her. And I'm so happy for her. We prayed about it. Um, I prayed about it, I know she's prayed about it, and I'm just really proud of her, I'm really happy for her, and, yeah, that's, so that's something that's really exciting, um, we also started going to church together, which has meant a lot to me, um, back in San Antonio, I definitely, I was going to CBC, and I have a really big wound around church, because I feel as though, when I was growing up, I was forced to go to church, and, you know, I would sit there, and I would be bored, and it would be preachy, and it wasn't a choice, so growing up, my family, like, my parents always obviously, not nah, I don't want to say obviously, because it's not the same for anyone, my parents gave me the power, I guess, of kind of deciding which route I wanted to go, and and there was a certain point where I wasn't forced to do it anymore, so willingly deciding to go to church on my own was definitely a big decision for me, um, and I Started going to cbc back home because of uh, my roommate at the time One of her friends was going there and so I tried it out and I thought that I liked it I'm, not gonna lie. I thought that I liked it I guess I didn't really have much to compare it to besides the churches I was going to growing up So it was definitely it was a mega church I felt like the messages were getting across and it was good for the time being I tried several churches here and there in, t- in um, San antonio, but I never found any place that felt like home when I tell you when I moved to Dallas, I told myself one of the main things was like, I'm not going to go a long time without going to church. I have to find something. If you've ever seen churches down south, it is a whole different type of time, a whole different type of time. And the difference between San Antonio and Dallas is absolutely insanity. Um, I go to Social Dallas and when I found this church, I found it on Instagram and it was between the two Um potter house and social dallas i want to try potter house which is where sarah jakes is and td jakes i definitely want to go and have a few sermons but when i tell you when i walked into social dallas i've never felt more at home in a church than i'm about to cry like this shit always makes me so emotional i've never felt more welcomed loved and like i belonged than when i go to this church when i tell you that i've been i've never been more comfortable in a church it's It's insane, dude. Like when I tell you, I'll be in there sobbing on my knees, hands in the air, praising, singing, praying, make like last Sunday I had went to church. My mom was um, back home. So I went by myself and there was a girl standing next to me and she was just like, can you please pray for me? And that I did. And the whole time we just were, like, worshiping next to each other, praying, singing. There was a point where the pastor had said, like, if you want to come up here, you need to be prayed for. Um, he was focusing on talk of suicide, and I felt called to do it. But I also felt called to ask her to come up with me. Um, and so I did. And so she came up with me, and I just had my hand on her the whole time, praying, worshiping together. And that, to me, was such a life-changing moment because it made me realize how comfortable I felt in this church. It made me realize how much God was working through me in this church. It made me realize that I belonged here and I get ex. when I tell you I really can't make this shit up bro like I'm I'm being so for real right now hand to the, hand to the sky cup scout honor okay when I tell you when I leave on Sunday I look forward to going back like I will say to my mom multiple times I can't wait to go to church on Sunday I can't wait to go to church on Sunday I'm excited I look forward to it. I missed it last week um and so I I listened to the sermon today on on pod on Spotify Which I'll share the link to the podcast because they put up every sermon on um, Spotify. But I listened to it today and I'm just so sad that I missed it. But I look forward to going and I love it so much. And I had to talk about it because shout out to Pastor Robert Madu and Miss Taylor. They eat as a couple and they eat on that. Ooh, let me not swear, but. Their sermons are always incredible. And I'm just so a part, like so glad and grateful to be a part of that family and that church. And yeah, clearly getting into that, that's been a very large and potent part of my life is God and talking about God. And I'm just so like, thank you, to Jesus. Again, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's my boy for real. Because I feel so comfortable talking about it and I have no know like I used to have I used to feel so restricted and I used to feel so uncomfortable talking about God and my faith and I've talked about this before because I just didn't know how people were going to perceive it I didn't know how people were going to perceive me I felt like it would make dating hard for me I felt like it would make friendships hard for me and I've worked through that so much so where I will straight up just I'm I'm I believe in God I'm talking about God I believe in my faith I know what he's done for me I'm talking about God and if it makes you uncomfortable you're not supposed to be around me um if it makes you comfortable listening to my podcast I'm so very sorry but it's not gonna stop um and so just being in a position where I feel so comfortable talking about him and my relationship with him that to me has been growth and that to me is probably like the most important thing that's happened to me this year so yeah praise the Lord. um That's also something that I wanted to talk about because, and I think I will do a whole episode on this in the future, but, like, when I tell you guys, like, and I'm not gonna say I'm not perfect, and I always say this, I'm not perfect, I still listen to worldly music. I still do worldly things a lot of the times. I go through a lot of spiritual warfare, but I listen to a lot of praise. I talk to God as much as possible about myself, about my loved ones, about people, like just people around me that when he puts it on my heart, I talk about it. If I see you on Instagram and I feel like he's putting on my heart to pray about you, I'm going to pray about you. Um, And I think that I should do a whole episode just dedicated to that for people who feel comfortable listening. Um, And so I'll definitely work on that for my next episode no promises though i mean like i'll do it but like no promises on when it's gonna be like i'm not gonna give you guys a timeline because i will definitely flop i will be very honest with you um but yeah that's been my life lately especially since moving to dallas like my main focuses have been relationships um god and just i don't know getting closer to myself i started doing these hard truth videos on instagram and they felt really good to just be vulnerable with a different side of myself and just showing myself that I can be vulnerable um and I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to those who's appreciated those who's reached out to me about those um and just send also a lot of love and light to you if they've resonated because I know that they can be really heavy um But that's another thing that I've been doing that I'm really happy about. My content has definitely changed since moving here. I found a good gym to go to. I've been working on my mom. um, Started doing mic'd up videos again. Like, I just feel really blessed and really grateful. And even though my life is not perfect, which your life is never perfect, and even though there's things that, you know, I'm still praying for and I'm still, I'm just living in the things right now that I, I prayed for and God has given me so much grace and so much peace in my life. I'm not the same person that I was when I went to San Antonio, which makes a lot of sense on why I didn't, I don't fit in San Antonio anymore because I've just outgrown that version of me. So being in Dallas and being in this environment just feels very fitting for the season of my life that I'm in, which is just peace and softness and creativity. And I'm really glad to be living in that moment right now. So yeah, I love it here. Um, my One of my friends called me the other day and she was like, okay, like, are you, like, dating or blah, 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 And I'm not doing any of that, honestly. Um, my friends always laugh and say, like, oh, you're not going to find anyone if you don't leave the house or if you don't go out. And, like, that's totally fine with me. <laughs> like, I'm cool. I'm, I'm bored right now. I don't, I'm not looking for it. I'm not begging God for it. I definitely pray about it. I pray about my future husband. I pray for God to keep my heart open and to keep my heart soft. But I'm completely surrendering to God. I'm 100% surrendering to God. Uh, in this generation, it's kind of scary to be dating. You know, it's a lot of... Um, people just like sorting through their options and not really appreciating good people and I know that I sound like a fucking negative Nancy right now I'm not trying to be that like I said I pray to God to keep my heart open and soft but there's a lot of confusion in this generation and I don't want to be caught up in it I constantly pray to God for someone who is sure of me um and who's just ready to love the kind of person that I am because I'm definitely ready to love someone um but right now I'm I'm being patient, so I'm giving all that love to myself, and I know that in God's timing, He will definitely bring me a man of God, someone who's sure of me, someone who loves me. Um, and yeah, I'm not rushing it. I definitely was in a period before where I'm like, okay, I'm open to it. So like, I have to date and I have to talk to people and blah blah. blah. And uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too keen on it right now, and not in like a negative sense, just in the sense of when it's time, I know that God will. Present it to me and i won't have to go looking for it or chasing it or anything like that and so you know if an opportunity comes with someone's like hey you want to go on a date and it feels right cool sure i'll try it but i'm not going to be on the dating apps i'm not going to be like on instagram like you hit me up and blah blah, blah. like i'm not doing that so yeah i'm just kind of chilling right now me and london we're cool he doesn't want a dad right now he's loving just being the only man in my life And, um, I'm loving it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's one of my, when it's my time, it'll be my time. I'm also in a position right now where I, and it sounds crazy to even say, because I used to really hate myself and I'm not trying to say that like, in like a like negative ass way, but I really did. And now how I view myself, like I am the prize. Know that. I am the prize. I'm completely confident in the person that I am. I know that I have a lot of love to give. I know that my vulnerability is my strength. And I just know that when God places someone in my life, I'm going to be an amazing person to them. I'm not going to be a perfect person, but I've done a lot of work on myself to love someone wholeheartedly. And that's just not meant for everybody. So all the love that I used to try and give to people before that wasn't reciprocated and all the times that I've been hurt and all the situations that have left me feeling like it was going to be impossible to find something um, or someone that was going to appreciate me it just made me realize like you shouldn't you're, you're chasing it and you can't do that when it's your time he's going to play someone in your life who's going to appreciate that and so I don't even want to give that energy anymore to anybody so freely because I know that I'm an amazing person and I know that I'm going to be an amazing partner and that's not for everybody to experience so just being able to say those things is crazy because I was it was so hard for me in the past to talk about myself that way um And I've also struggled with people just wanting to experience me, but not appreciating all of me. And I don't want to deal with that anymore. I don't want to deal with people just taking as much as they can get because I'm like an experienced kind of person and just not being ready to appreciate me. So that's why I'm just really, really careful with my energy these days. And like I said, just not chasing, but attracting and continuing to pray about it. Like I get so much peace just praying about my future husband what he sounds like what he feels like what he looks like and not even just like look wise but the kindness that i want him to hold the patience that i want him to hold the more that i pray about it i don't really worry about whether it's going to come or not i know it's going to come and i know that god sees on my heart what i would what i want what i deserve um and so when i surrender that to him i really don't feel any need to go looking for anything you feel me um so yeah that's that (laughs) how the heck are you guys I still wish that I could do that it feels crusty and ugly that I can't but um I feel like I said a lot I feel like there was other things that I wanted to talk about but then I forgot because I just started going on a tangent um yeah I'm not gonna lie I I was I'm glad to be recording today because I was very sad I was really sad yesterday um shout out to Sharif because he called me in perfect time yesterday and kind of just talked me out of like my head a little bit but I've just been dealing with a lot of emotions and a lot of times I realize that I keep things super bottled up and uh I just like exploded yesterday I forced myself to go to the gym and I just didn't really have a great workout because (laughs) I just didn't want to be there I was almost on the verge of tears the whole time today I was just I don't want to say sulking I was very quiet today Um, everyone at work was like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I just don't want to talk. I listened to like maybe six podcasts today. I wish I was joking, but I'm so serious. I listened to a lot of podcasts today. I kept myself super distracted. I prayed and I felt the need to pray. And, um, and I'll pray the prayer right now. I just pray that God continues to keep his hand on my mind, my body, my soul, and my heart. And just continue, like I leave all my worries to him, all my anxieties to him. And I trust in him with all my heart. And I say that prayer a lot because it's, it seems simple, but it's also at the same time, I have to say it when my mind is cluttered because if not I leave myself into like a really really dark hole um, but I just went through something yesterday emotions and feeling like I I felt almost like I don't want to know I don't know if I should put it in a sense of like I lied to myself or I made myself believe something That wasn't the truth and I prayed to god to just reveal certain things to me and I feel like he did and it didn't feel good And I always say that when you pray that prayer You have to pray for the strength to be able to handle what he's going to show you And I think that I always think that handling it means that I don't cry about it or I don't react to it, but it's really not that. I'm human and I have to feel the things that I'm feeling, but it doesn't last as long as it used to before. So that I'm really grateful for. Um, It is Mercury retrograde. It's ending right now. And it's it's just a really weird, chaotic time, but feeling through it is what's most important. So I've been giving myself grace and allowing myself to do that. So yeah, we not sad girls no more i just can't like when i go through that though i don't fucking why would you start your car next to me that's so rude i don't take my airpods out okay like music is my music is my everything okay it's kind of sick um this morning like on my morning to work i always try and listen to worship and listen to like praise music but like throughout my day I'm definitely trying not to listen to, like, hard-ass, like, rap music all the time, even if I'm in the gym, maybe, but I've listened to a lot of Zach Bryan, Leon Bridges gonna do it every time, Frank Ocean, Tronada. shout out to Tronada. I need him at my wedding, but, yeah, music is, when I'm going, I mean, at all times, it's my thing, but especially when I'm going through it, I just don't take my AirPods out, ever, um, so that was literally me for, like, the last two days, but I feel a lot better now. The vibes are vibing. I'm really grateful and happy that I got to record this episode. And before I sign off, because I'm definitely going to sign off because it's hot as fuck in this car and I'm hungry, which is another thing I'm bulking. And when I tell you guys I'm eating like seven meals a day, I'm not fucking kidding. I'm hungry all the damn time. I've been struggling with a little bit of body dysmorphia because I'm not cut like I used to be. But one thing I'm going to have by next summer is a fat ass butt. Know that. So don't play with it. But yeah i gotta go eat something um i just want to sign off by saying this one thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to my podcast who takes the time to watch my videos who takes the time to listen to my words read my posts whatever i see you and i appreciate you and you mean the world to me like so much so that i will come drive to your house and kiss you on the fucking forehead it it means the world to me i know that i don't have a big following and a big fan base or whatever but i don't ever want to feel that way i just want people around me that support me that feel like family and a community like the numbers to me don't matter it just and I always had said this from the very beginning I can change one life and I can make one person feel less alone and if I can do that every day I'm making a difference it is always on my heart to serve God I want to serve God I want to honor God and so being the person that I am and just being vulnerable and using that as my strength has allowed me to Serve others and i'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the reassuring words that I receive I'm, so grateful when you guys tell me that my words have helped you like I'm getting emotional, but it really does mean the world to me and i'm not trying to be like Soft and mushy right now, but it means the world to me and there's not, like, I will literally, (laughs) I will talk about anything, I will make myself, I will be so vulnerable, and so uncomfortable in moments, just to know that I'm helping other people, and, like, I don't care about, like, it's really hard for me to get embarrassed, it's really hard for me to be like, I don't want to talk about it. like, I do not care, because if I can make you feel any less alone with what you're struggling with, I will always do that, and that's the way that God has put on my heart to serve him, and to serve others, and so, like, that's just why we're here. And I'm so grateful to be doing that. And I'm so grateful for your guys' kind words and reassurance and just your support. Um, and I just want to take this moment to pray over you guys. So, you know, if you're not comfortable listening to that, thank you so much for listening up to this point. If you are comfortable, please just stay with me for a moment. Okay. God, I just want to pray over the person on the other side of this that is listening to me. I pray that, you have your way with them. I pray that you continue to keep your hand on their mind, on their heart, on their spirit, on their soul. God, whatever they're struggling with, I just pray that you reassure them that you are with them. I pray that you reassure them that you are their peace. I pray that all their worries are left to you, all their anxieties are left to you and I just pray that they continue to trust in you and I just pray that you continue to show them that you're with them, God. Anything that they're going through right now, I pray that you continue to show them that you're with them and that you're gonna get them through and that no nothing that's going on in their life right now is bigger than them and i pray that you continue to remind them that if they're struggling with a god-sized problem god that you will always see it through that you will bring all the things that they're praying to for, to fruition i pray for their peace of mind i pray for peace over their heart i pray that they're met with love and grace and peace and all of the above i love you guys so 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 much and i know that i say that often i may not have met you i may not know you i may not Like, you might have just been on the other side of this podcast, or I might just, you follow me on Instagram, you might have never talked, but I love you and I appreciate you, and I wouldn't be able to do anything that I do if it wasn't for you guys. Um, If anything that I said on this podcast resonates with you, sits with you in any kind of way, please message me on Instagram, please just let me know, like, what I could possibly do to help you if there's anything that I can talk about that you would enjoy me talking about or anything that you need help with I will always do it to my best ability um that prayer was kind of walky, but you know a prayer is a prayer okay you know what I'm saying um before I do sign off though I know I said (laughs) I said I was gonna sign off but I posted on my story the other day if anyone had any questions for me and I did get a few questions and so I want to take the time just to answer at least one of them because I'm not gonna lie I kind of forgot um but one of the questions I got was, what keeps you grounded or motivated through tough times mentally? Um, before, I would always say the gym, but now I have to say God. Um, oh. The gym was definitely a tool that I use and something I would run to in order to feel peace. Uh, but now, whenever I'm struggling, the, only, the first thought that I ever have is to pray and to go to God. And sometimes it's hard because it's not a tangible response that you're getting. And sometimes you pray to God and you're waiting for him to talk back. But I get pleasure out of talking to God and then from that moment on looking for him and everything and just knowing that when I surrender to him and I and I leave my life to him and I allow him to have his way with me that he's going to he's going to make everything that seems so incredibly hard right now better. And he's going to pull me out of it because he always does like he's that fourth man in the fire for anyone who doesn't read the Bible. I, I'm not even going to try and tell you what passage that is in the Bible because I will definitely butcher it. Um, but get into it, get into your word. I'm not kidding you because the things that I've read have allowed me to apply them to my life. And it's just proof that he will see it through. He will see it through. I went from being incredibly depressed to my hard days just being that not a bad life, but a bad, just a bad day, even just a bad moment, even nowadays. Um, He's genuinely saved my life. And being a woman of God to me is one of the most powerful things that you can be. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for that. So anytime I'm struggling mentally, it's it's me going to God and just sitting with him, sitting with myself, writing it down, just doing things, especially creative wise, whether it's recording a hard truth, recording a podcast, making a mic'd up video, whatever the case may be, just tending to my mind correctly um, rather than drinking, smoking, fucking just doing all kinds of shit that is not in my best interest and that is just a suppressant rather than it is a solution so yeah thank you for your question um I love you guys so much I know that I keep saying that but I really do and I really appreciate you and I hope that anything that I said today was capable of helping you um but until next time I pray that you guys have an amazing amazing night if you are listening to this at night if not I hope you pray uh, you have an amazing day um and I'll talk to you guys soon love you bye